0: The Big Small Business Show. Proudly sponsored by MTN Business.
1: The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker. Choose a chartered accountant.
2: Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our entrepreneurs out there who are finding the most incredible ways of building businesses. They're finding niches, they're disrupting the market. And one of those entrepreneurs is in studio with us today. His name is Darren van Denberg. I had to read that twice. And he's founder of Passion for Performance. And if you speak to him, you can certainly feel the passion. They offer e-assessment, e-portfolio, e-moderation and uh, edtech platforms uh, that incorporate all of that across Africa. This enables all training providers and professional bodies to digitize the assessment of learning processes and for learners to validate their informal and formal learning. Let's have a look.
1: Passion for Performance is a cloud-based e-assessment and e-portfolio platform that enables governance in the assessment of learning. The company was founded by Darren Vandenberg and his co-founder when they saw a gap in the market.
0: So what led me to start this business was I was an assessor and I used to have to cart files of portfolios around when I was assessing and I thought there'd be a better way. So I looked at the digital world and I found that many of the platforms that can be used to store information didn't cover the governance of assessment. So I launched the company because I was, and what we've done with my partner is we've taken the legislation code, coded it, and we now have the assessment process which is digital um, and basically within a governed space.
1: The company has two employees and hires subcontractors. The business made a turnover of over two million rands in the last financial year. Darren and his business partner aim at taking their business to the next step.
0: We're looking to get closer to the CETAs um, and to the Department of Higher Education uh, to offer them, you know, the, what they're doing, to offer this niche assessment process uh, to simplify their tasks and enable them to report better.
1: Darren seeks guidance to help scale and grow his business sustainably.
0: The guidance that we'd be looking for would be how do you not outgrow yourself too quickly you know if if we land far too many large clients now we don't have the support teams to support them Uh, but if we don't land the large clients now we don't have the funding to support a support team so this is part of our growth and mentorship going okay how do we grow at the right pace so that you know eventually we you know the scale becomes exponential how do we then manage the growth so we can then enable the runway Welcome, Darren. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: All right. So you are definitely in a classic Catch-22 position yes. right now. If you uh, get on lots of clients, you might not be able to deliver. If you, if you get too many staff, you'll go belly up. <laughs> what, what's an entrepreneur to
0: do, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, so there's been an interesting growth because... As the business has grown, um, you know, we've got a lot of early adopters coming on. And as they use the technology more, we're starting to understand better and better what they require. And, of course, that's now starting this growth curve. But as you start the growth curve, it's not letting them down. You know, so they can still experience the same service that they've had, um, you know, and the same technology. But it's time to grow.
2: (laughs) During the uh, break before we started, we were chatting and you
0: said you're a... a digital nomad. Yes. Right. So just explain what that is. So I am a tech business. I run online. COVID hits. My clients decided it was okay to meet me online. And so I don't need to be based in one place. Um, and living the passion and, and the brand, we just travel. You know, so my family, we go to the next spot. We'll spend a month or so in that spot. I'm working. We're learning. And we literally, so we don't have a home base per se. We, we go where where we need to be
2: so let's come back to the business right now in terms of the structure i know you mentioned in the insert that yes. there's three people in in, in yes. the organization permanent people right yes. and then the rest are uh, people that you outsource to. yes yes so is there and have you built an organizational structure I mean, are you that nomadic that it's quite laissez-faire or have you said that you are in charge of this. I'll be in charge of that. you in charge of that.
0: Yes. So it's structured. Well, what we've done is we found there's two key sides to the business. There's the technology and build side. Yeah. And then there's the administration and support side. And we find that they can't be separated from each other. They are incredibly important. So we have teams up in Joburg, um, based in Joburg, Cape Town, PE, Durban. Uh, of people who've used the platform, who understand the learning development landscape and have worked with me for many years. They're not full-time. They are colleagues. They run their own businesses and they help drive in those particular regions when we need. So we, that, those kind of teams morph. They get bigger and smaller as we need. But that's around delivery. That's around the delivery. Right. Then we have the tech team and the tech team is underpinned by the co-partner, Ozzy. Um, so he's actually based in Spain. He's mm-hmm. South African, lives in Spain. Um, so he actually writes the code. So the delivery team are also doing a lot of R&D, which I guide them on. And that's based on how the clients use the technology. You know, you've got a thousand out good ideas, but we actually need what the clients require.
2: Uh, speaking about clients, how yeah. are you getting your clients? Is it all digital?
0: Are you meeting people? How, how do you get your clients? It's, it's whatever. It's all and. So a lot of it's digital at the moment. Um, you know, Zoom meetings, team meetings, a lot of pictures there. Our page has seen an incredible sense of success. We only launched it in January this year. And a lot of people are going there and getting good understanding of what we're talking about. And then because I'm a digital nomad, if someone wants to see me in particular, we'll just head on down to where they are or up and we go say hi. Um, so, so what I was missing in your structure was who's the head of sales who's the head of marketing Uh, that's me (laughs) so So because we're still quite small Mm -hmm. um, as a team I take on a lot of the sales and marketing Um, so in terms of getting out to the clients I work closely with our colleague Jennifer Quinn who is heading up the um, support the head of the operational support in Gauteng so she's a lot of the face you know delivery Mm -hmm. so we work closely together and then we figure out who the best is to engage with the clients as we move forward. So I'm going to ask you a question. So
2: it's going to sound at, on the surface a quite an easy question, <laughs> but I want you to think a bit about it. What business are you in? What what mm. what is it that the business does mm. as at at its core? Yeah. Now some businesses, and I'm going to lead you a bit. Some okay. businesses think that there are certain types of businesses, but when you inspect them a little bit more, mm. they actually a sales and marketing business Mm, that's mm. selling a product, Mm. Um, and there could be any product in there, Mm. because the delivery is done by somebody else. So
0: what business are you in? We are a tech company. So we are a disruptive educational technology company, and our business is the assessment of learning. So our technology enables... Learners, or um, um, professional, or, um, CPD candidates, or to build portfolios and put it onto our technology, mm-hmm. so that they can be assessed towards competence. So we are we are the tech provider of that process.
2: Okay, uh, so it's a platform. Yes. Is it a platform business? Yes, yeah, that's correct. Right. So it's a platform business. Yes. Okay. Right. Now that I understand that a bit more. Now your clients. Yes. Are they? project-based? In other words, do, does somebody, is it consumable or, or if I take a, a subscription-based yes. model, yes. it's not a, I don't use it and then discard of yes. it. I don't get yes. my full utility, I keep using it. Yes. So where do, is, is yours a project-based or utility-based or
0: a, an annuity-based business? So to answer that, um, it our clients, RUD projects, they also run annuities because they're training providers. So some would do short-term projects, some would do long-term qualifications and we are a subscription-based, so per-month subscription-based platform. So our clients would typically use us for the time that they need us and then, and then the, the, um, you know, the subscription comes to an end. We don't tie them into long-term contracts or it's literally for the time they need us and they only use us when they have learners or clients of their their own, um, so so we're not a, we're not really an excessive cost or an upfront cost. We are well. You've landed business. Let us support the process of assessment, and that's where the value comes.
2: So just coming back to your your South African partner in Spain, yes. right? You said he does most of the code, right? Yes. Most of the coding. Let's say the the business grew. Yes. Because now we, I'm trying to what I'm trying to understand is what. We said it's a platform um, Yes. And we needed another coder. Yes. Right. How would
0: you onboard that coder?
2: Oh, and who,
0: who would onboard that coder? So the new coder coming on board would be onboarded by me mm-hmm. to understand what the business does. They would then have a direct reporting line to Ozzy, mm-hmm. who is the architect, the systems architect. Um, and then what what would happen is we coexist. So I bring the idea. We work with the coder and with aussie we prioritize then the coder would go and start writing the code under aussie and then i would we might would start doing the dev testing once it goes live so it's very it's very important to us that the coder actually sits in south africa at the moment we're looking for more of a south african based um, growth just because they understand the culture or Mm. the cultures within within we work and the nuances are quite important you know mm. code doesn't solve everything code just shows you how well your plan is designed yeah and so that and so that's kind of you know that would be the the better <laughs> the better
2: way okay. i can say that darren we're gonna to have to take a break now uh, and uh, when we're back i'm going to give you some uh, of my thoughts and uh, uh, perhaps a little bit more Thank you. we'll, rep- we'll be right back